You're listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast, where we give you recovery nuggets to chew on and think about on your journey in recovery and on the path, featuring your host, David Clemen. Hey, what's up, all you recovery nuggets out there? It's your host, David Clemen. Just wanted to touch base and do a little bit of a mini nugget. Mini nugget. Today's mini nugget is about dreams. Using dreams, not using dreams, but specifically, more specifically, using dreams. And um, this has come up a lot. Went to a couple meetings this week. And I had Sarah from Sober Gratitudes podcast on a while back. And she talked about a dream that helped her get sober. I had a really scary dream, a repeating dream right before I got clean. And so um, I wanted to talk about, you know, my experience with those. And then I pulled up an article that I'm going to talk about as well. It's on recovery.org that you can find. And I'll put the link in the show notes. And, uh, it's written by Rita Milios. I hope I'm saying saying that right. She's a LCSW, the Mind Mentor, and um, she wrote this article. and It talks about the impact of using dreams and relapse dreams. Should you try to eliminate drug-related dreams? Possible functions of the dreams. And I'm not going to read the whole article, but it is a good um, resource for those that are struggling. Um, in dealing with using dreams because it, uh, it's been my experience that I have had them and I still have them occasionally. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I've also had dreams where I wanted to use, but I didn't get to because it just didn't work out in the dream. I've had dreams where I've been arrested because I was trying to get drugs. I, uh, Uh, Let me back up. I'll go back to the dream before I got clean. And it was kind of the end of the road. And I knew that something had to change. And I was spiritually stuck. And I was out of money. I didn't have a job. And it really was just, I didn't, you know, not much good was going on. But, um... It just was one of these dreams where I was basically being held underwater in a stream. And it wasn't deep underwater, but it was like the spirit. It was like a beautiful woman, a beautiful siren. Was She was kind of gray, and she had really long, flowy hair. And I could just remember being held underwater to where I couldn't breathe. And this siren was just smiling at me real softly, like knowing that she had me. She she had me where she wanted me. And uh, I remember being under the water and the sound of the water rushing over, but I also remember the suffocating feeling of not being able to breathe and having this spirit or siren or energy holding me underwater 
meanwhile making direct eye contact and i had the dream probably two or three times i mean it was awful because it seemed like there was a part of me that was enjoying it and then there was a part of me where my spirit was screaming for help but i was being held underwater so i couldn't scream and uh, those dreams are always just terrible where you need you need help but you can't scream or like you go to scream and no sound comes out it was kind of like that and i remember waking up with that from that dream and every time i just couldn't i couldn't shake it for the rest of the day i mean it was awful and um uh, so that was right before my journey in recovery started because not too long after that i went to a meeting and picked up a key tag and started on the journey through 12-step program. And then as I've gone on, you know, I've had early on, I had using dreams. Um, and they have ranged from using alcohol, using weed, using my drug of choice. Um, and those dreams are definitely scary. And what I found is that they are when you wake up, when I woke up, I was so grateful that I didn't use. And I'm sure that no matter what your thing is, is that you're trying to give up or let go. If you use it in a dream and then you wake up and you didn't, it, it probably feels pretty good. I know that's been my experience. And um, if everything continues to go in the direction it go is going, I'll be celebrating 16 years from drugs and alcohol on July 8th. And on June 17th, I will be celebrating 14 years of no tobacco, no cigarettes. And uh, I've had cigarette using dreams and some of them are hilarious. Cause like, <clears throat> I just remember being on a farm or something and I was helping. It seemed like in the dream, it was my grandma's farm in um, Lady Smith, Virginia. And, uh, I just remember Robert De Niro being there and asking me if I wanted a cigarette and, and it was like, well, fuck if Robert De Niro offers me a cigarette, I'm going to smoke it. And I literally, I did a hot box pull on this cigarette to where it just, it went. <laughs> so I smoked the whole cigarette in one pull and it was just a huge long ash hanging off of it. And I remember thinking, God, that was a good dream because I had just quit smoking cigarettes. And, um, you know, I've had dreams where I went to, I was like in South Beach, Miami, and I was on a yacht with, you know, like lots of beautiful people and, you know, suntan and bikinis and everyone was partying and listening to music and doing my favorite drug. And I remember like, in the dream, it was like, this was my dream. This, well, this was me and my ego's dream, right? To be on a yacht, doing drugs, listening to house music in South Beach, yada, yada, yada. But I remember my recovery kicking in in the dream. And I just was like, I just ran and jumped off the boat because I didn't want to use. That's how powerful my recovery had kind of taken over my the brain waves. Right. <laughs> so that was a funny using dream. 
where I didn't use. And then, um, as I got involved with service and recovery, I started to have these dreams where I was going to a 12 step function where it was like a picnic or a get together or whatever. And I was taking food to the recovery function with people in recovery. And, you know, I've also had dreams where I got the drugs. I went to the bathroom to use the drugs and there was a hole in the bottom of a bag. And the more I tried to use the drugs, the less I didn't get to use the drugs because they were constantly falling out of the bottom of the bag. And I'm not trying to be too graphic here and trigger anyone, but, um, I was glad that I didn't get to use those dreams in those dreams, you know? And, um, I remember having using dreams of where the cops came and I was surrounded and my mom was with me. Um, I'm trying to think of, you know, and sometimes I've had dreams where someone maybe passed me something to smoke and without thinking, I just grabbed it and I smoked it. And then instantly in the dream, I was like, Oh shit, I just relapsed. I just relapsed. I just relapsed. Oh my God. I can't believe that for that one little thing, I relapsed. I just gave up all my clean time or sobriety. And then when I woke up, I remember being extremely grateful. Extremely grateful that I didn't use and I didn't throw away all the time that I had built up. And, um, you know, so if you're new or if you're still early in recovery, sobriety, um, you know, just know that like they're a part of it. And I'm not just speaking from my experience. I, I was in a meeting the other night with over like a hundred people. And that ended up being the topic where a lot of people shared about having using dreams. And uh, they are definitely unsettling. But what I found is that <clears throat> I feel like they're there as a, a reminder that it's still in there. That desire is deep down. It's in there and I have to stay vigilant. And if I don't, that possibility still exists. And, um, I don't beat myself up for using dreams. Um, they're a great reminder that I am in recovery and I'm grateful for my clean time and recovery. And so they're, they're there. I don't, I don't feel like they're a mistake. I don't feel like it's a deep down desire to continue to use. Um, but if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, it can become a reality. And that's a, uh, that's something that needs to be considered. And, uh, you know, there, it's just like when you see, when you get clean or sober and you go out in public, right. And you see someone acting a fool at a bank, maybe they can't get their check cashed because they don't have an account there or something like that. Um, and maybe they look like they're having a rough time and, and this isn't a judgment on their financial situation, but it's, I've seen people in certain situations in public act how I used to act when I was using, uh, super upset, um, kind of unpredictable, 
and it's all it all goes back to the longer I stay clean, the the more opportunities I get to see who I was when I was using. And um, what I mean is that I've seen people that were high on the road in front of me in the car and then get up beside them and you could tell they're, they are messed up. Um, I wasn't a big drunk and using driver, but I can't say that I didn't do it either. I definitely did it and I'm, I'm grateful that nothing happened and no one got hurt. And, um, you know, I've seen people just so many different instances where I'm reminded of how I used to be. And I think that's, what's important to take from using dreams is that it's still in there. It doesn't mean that you're not doing your recovery, right? It just is a, a solid reminder from the universe that that desire is hardwired into our brains and part of recovery is rewiring and creating new pathways to peace, serenity, and recovery. You know, because I can be abstinent and not do anything and that's not really recovery. It's, it's about putting the substance or thing down and then working on the patterns that caused me to use it in the first place. And there's a big difference there. You know, you hear about, um, well, well, he's just a dry drunk. The only thing he did was stop drinking, but he didn't work on himself. And, um, you know, I didn't get clean to be miserable. That's one thing I've heard a lot is I didn't get clean to be miserable. And I think that's something to keep in mind when you're on this path is is what you're doing still keeping you miserable? Because if it is, maybe it's it's worth taking a look at and maybe making some changes. But um, I want to refer to some of this this article here in a second. But just remember that you can have positive dreams that are related to getting sober as well. You know, taking food to a function or running away from a situation where you might have used in the past in the dream. And, um, you know, that, that keeps me grateful when I wake up from a using dream and I didn't use, I always feel like what a relief, I mean, huge relief. So, so this article by Rita Milios, she's an author and, um, I'm going to put the link in the show notes, recovery.org dreams and recovery using and relapse dreams. What do they mean? And she wrote this in 2016. And some of the topics are, you know, the impact of using dreams and relapse dreams. Quote, some studies of alcoholics who had using dreams found an opposite effect. In one study, dreams as a prognostic factor in alcoholism. S.Y. Choi, American Journal of Psychiatry, 1973. The alcoholics who had an abundance of using dreams were more likely to remain abstinence. Several other studies have suggested that using dreams may have a compensatory effect, allowing a person to deal with urges and cravings in a safe way. And um, it says here, should you try to eliminate drug-related dreams? 
And it says it's not likely that one's efforts to stop using dreams or relapse dreams from occurring would prove effective. And such attempts could even backfire because of the increased stress, which makes sense. You know, the more you obsess about not having a relapse dream, you might create a relapse dream. And uh, this part of the article talks about the possible functions of using dreams and relapse dreams. It says uh, today, quote, today's researchers are more often viewing drug related dreams as a process of the subconscious mind with many possible objectives. Using dreams and relapse dreams may be a sign that um, one, you're readying yourself for change. And two, your addicted brain may be trying to reset itself. And then your three, your cravings may be have become intensified. And they go on to explain this even a little bit more in depth. I, I urge you to read the full article. And then, um, you know, see if that helps as well. If you're, uh, if you're dealing with these dreams that are repetitive, um, this can be a good resource. And that's the beauty of Google, if you will, is if there's a name for it, you can get information about it. And uh, I'm not going to read any more of this article, but I will put the, the article in the show notes. I'll put the link. And uh, but if you're if you're having using dreams or if you're having scary dreams because you haven't quit yet, I feel like it's it is your subconscious talking to you, and that it can be a good tool or motivator to make some changes. And also, it's a it's a catalyst for gratitude that you didn't use when you wake up. And, um, the other thing I would say is that one misconception about people who are new into recovery or sobriety is that as soon as you stop, you immediately stop thinking about doing it. And that's unrealistic. I mean, you don't, I didn't get to where I got to because I never thought about using and drinking. It's an obsession and it's an, a compulsion. So it takes time. It takes time for it to get less and less. And, you know, the, the, the periods in between using dreams are few and far between now, but, you know, they were semi-regular when I first quit. But uh, I think you have to be honest with yourself and, and a little bit more open-minded that it's actually normal for an alcoholic or an addict to continue to think about doing the thing that they're trying to quit. I mean, the brain has been kind of rewired. It's reset and it's, it's, it's wired to do it and think about it. And, um, a big part of recovery is learning ways to think about it and then not do it in spite of the thought. And that's a huge shift. Because you can you can think about something and think about something you want to say to somebody and learn to pause. And recovery has given me great pause and patience to not act on my first thought. Because for a long time, my first thought with my addicted mind was not a very good thought usually. It came from either self-centered fear. It came from self-loathing. It came from insecurity. It came from ego, but it did not come from a place of spirituality or groundedness, if you will. So if you're new or if you're early in recovery, give yourself a break. If you have a using dream, 
and, uh, you know, just keep it where it's at. Like grateful that you didn't use, it's just a thought. And, um, you know, hopefully you'll have one of those dreams where you're taking food to a, uh, whatever your recovery support system is. Maybe it's just your family. Maybe it's your friends. Maybe you're just taking, maybe you have a dream about doing something nice for someone else versus the using. And, um, I hope this has been helpful. And just remember that for me, it's, it's a, it's a strong reminder that no matter what, what kinds of things I'm doing for my recovery, quiet time in the morning, yoga, meditation, journaling, maybe I'm going to meetings, maybe I'm doing online group meetups in Instagram or on Google, wherever you have your community. It, it's the brand name is not important. The fact that you're getting together with community, that's what's important. Uh, with like-minded people who do not want to drink or use anymore. That's what's important. The name brand, it's irrelevant. And, um, you know, just keep in mind that these dreams are motivating factors. They're basically telling you what's going on in your subconscious. And um, it's there for a reason. I truly believe that. I, I feel like these these messages are coming for a reason. And um, if you can wake up and be grateful that you had it, yet you didn't use, I think that's a good place to stay. So anyway, that's it for tonight's mini nugget on using dreams. It's Thursday, March 24th, around 7.30. And um, let's see, I've got, I don't know, six or seven more episodes edited. And, you know, the podcast is going along nice and smooth. And hope to grow it more with some more marketing. But um, when I started December 22nd, I had probably... 12 or 20 followers on Instagram and now we're up to almost 530. There are about 23 episodes up on Apple and Spotify and on Anchor. Um, I just put an ad up on Anchor to help with the show costs and in the link on Instagram at Recovery Nuggets Podcast there's a you can donate to the show if you want. You can send me an email at recoverynuggetspodcast at gmail.com. And um, I just opened up a Twitter account. It's at Recovery Nuggets. And I'm going to be posting the episodes on there as well. That is the mini nugget for this evening. Using dreams, relapse dreams, positive dreams in recovery. They don't all have to be negative, you know what I mean? And uh, I'll tell you this, though, in my final thought. Today's mini nugget final thought. I have never had that dream of the siren or the spirit trying to drown me anymore since I got clean. Not one time has that dream come back. So we're coming up on 16 years and I had that dream quite regularly before I stopped using. And ever since I put all that stuff down, I have not had that dream, and that was a scary-ass dream. That's a gift of recovery. There are so many gifts of recovery. Stay sober. Stay clean. You're worth it. 100%. 
And thank you so much for showing up for your recovery today. And thank you for listening to the mini nugget. I love these mini nuggets. I get to just turn on the mic. I got a little more specific this time. My last one was a little freestyle. Got some feedback that people really like the specific mini nugget where I'm not rambling as much. I'm just kind of getting on one topic and letting it roll, baby. So anyway, enjoy your time listening to the, I don't know, just enjoy, just enjoy yourself. You know what? Treat yourself. How about that? I have a mug on my, I think it's from Parks and Rec, but it's uh treat yourself. So treat yourself to an ice cream today and uh, give yourself a break and uh, give yourself a hug. If you did have a using dream and you didn't use because of it. So that's it. Love you. Talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to Recovery Nuggets podcast. I want to thank our guests this week. And uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can reach out on Instagram at Recovery Nuggets podcast. And the email is recoverynuggetspodcast at gmail.com. Also like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple. And be great if you leave a five-star review. That really helps out the podcast. And I really want to thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Disclaimer, Recovery Nuggets podcast and guests are not representatives of any 12-step program. I am not a doctor, counselor, or therapist. I share my experiences, strength, and hope. Guests of the show share their personal experiences and opinions. Take what you like and leave the rest. Each person's journey in recovery is unique. Thank you for listening to Recovery Nuggets podcast.